you are listening to the Bold Girls Club podcast. We are your fierce and fabulous hosts. I'm Tristan. I'm Alicia. And we are here to spill the damn tea on how you can become the brave, aligned, and committed version of yourself who isn't afraid to go after what you want. Welcome to the club. The Bold Girls Club. All right, everybody. Today we are talking about some sneaky ways that you can raise your wealth vibration. And by that, I mean when you are working to increase your mindset of abundance, there are some things that happen where you don't necessarily feel comfortable around different I don't want to say displays, but like different environments where there's wealth or abundance. And sometimes when you're not used to being in a state of abundance, you can get really nervous or uncomfortable or feel like you are out of place in luxury stores or if you ride in a super nice car or if somebody picks up your tab for dinner, you fight them on it, you try and split it or whatever. And these are all ways that show how we're blocking abundance because those are ways of receiving. So I thought it would be super fun today because Alicia is like the queen of abundance. She knows everything there is to know about the law of attraction. And I thought it would be super fun just to chat about ways that we can increase our wealth vibration and ways that we can stop cock blocking ourselves from receiving <laughs> so that we can become an open vessel for anything that the universe wants to send our way in terms of abundance, wealth, monetary, monetary stuff, physical stuff, relationships, all the things. Yeah, stop cock blocking the universe, guys. What are you, th- <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> This is huge. Receiving is huge though. But I feel like, especially as women, we're taught, at least I feel like our generation specifically, you know, we're taught we don't need a man. We're taught to be independent. We don't need this. We don't need this. And so for me personally, being able to receive and lean on other people and to accept things from other people, because I always thought I had to do everything on my own, has been a huge learning curve for me. And it was something I was kind of forced into last year unexpectedly during the pandemic when like my entire life got flipped upside down like everybody else. Um, But I had to learn to lean and accept things and receiving is like a portal, guys. The second you allow yourself to accept things from other people, it just keeps coming. And when you see people who you're like, how does it always work out for that person? Or This person always just gets everything handed to them. And it pisses you off because you don't understand how or why Mm -hmm. it's because they're totally okay with accepting and receiving things. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I can speak into this too, from a different perspective, because I had this like internal prejudice that I didn't realize was there towards people who were very wealthy and who did have a lot of, you know, nice cars, they had nice clothes, they had designer, all of these things. And because I was raised in like more of a lower middle class income family where it's not like we were struggling, but we definitely didn't have a lot of excess for, you know, higher end things. We shopped at thrift stores, we shopped at, you know, discount stuff, we bought everything clearance that we could, and that was perfectly fine. But what I didn't realize that that did was it kind of instilled in me this like, it was it was like this envy filled prejudice towards mm-hmm, the people. judgment. 
Yeah, towards people that seemed to have these things come to them so easily. And not only did I have this judgment towards it, but I also had this like inner critic towards them being like, oh, well, they don't even appreciate it. Like they just spend money like it's no big deal. But what I realize now is that sure, there are some people that are very privileged and don't and aren't grateful for their privilege, right? But there are it's some- It's not people, the majority. No, it's not the majority, right? And that's my judgment. Mm-hmm. That was my old judgment coming in. And what I've come to realize is that, sure, there are always going to be people that don't appreciate what they have, regardless of how much they have. But there are also people that have tremendous amounts of wealth and freely spend and invest because of their relationship with money because of the fluidity in their relationship with money. They know that it's not, they're not in a scarcity mindset. So when they do spend money, it's, it's almost so nonchalant because they know that it's going to come right back around. So they freely let it go and they freely accept it. And to the outside Mm -hmm. through a view of judgment that looks like lack of gratitude and like, you're like, Oh, whatever, like 15, $20,000, who cares? Whatever. I'll drop it on that, you know, but that's, not the case for the majority of people that have acclimated and have called in a ton of wealth. Yeah. And money mindset isn't something that just happens overnight, guys. Like, and don't get frustrated on yourself in the process, like as you're working on it, because, you know, it's really easy to beat yourself up because you feel like it's not progressing quick enough. Like it honestly took probably about a good year to heal my relationship with money. Mm -hmm. Um, So just give yourself some grace as you're learning this, because, you know, there's the anxiety that comes up, like when you go to swipe your card and you're worried if there's enough on there, you know, it's working through those things and Mm -hmm. having that, having swiping your card maybe is the trigger for you. I don't know, but having patience and grace with yourself as you intend to work on your money mindset. Mm -hmm. And it continues to come up like it's like a fucking onion, you know, like you literally Mm -hmm. think you're like, oh, I'm good. I'm me and money. We're good. And then there's something that happens. You're like, oh, my God, do I have enough for that? Like, what am I going to do? Should I, you know, and it starts back up again. So it's always going to come in layers and you're going to continue to discover where scarcity is hiding in your consciousness the more that you stretch yourself through investing and through putting yourself through experiences where you get to receive wealth and abundance like this is a great place to head into some of the really fun hacks that you can do to help yourself relax into wealth like that's such a great way to say it is relaxing into wealth and abundance because you don't have to fight for it you don't have to work hard like you don't have not work hard you don't have to struggle for wealth and abundance you get to allow and receive it and by no means am i an expert in this but i wanted to share some really fun things that i've experience that have really helped me to relax into wealth and one of those things is even if i have no intention of spending money at a store, I will go into into designer stores where I'm surrounded by luxury and I'm surrounded by wealth and just look. And the important thing here is like while you're in the store and you're you're looking at I just at go all for the these, champagne. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Get the free champs. And you're like in there and you're you're looking at all the gorgeous things and the important piece is the experience. It's not that you have to spend the money, right? It's that you're going in there and you're just allowing yourself to be worthy of being in that environment. So it's like, I deserve to be here. I am not out of place here. 
I am worthy of being surrounded by this. I get to enjoy, I get to look, I get to take in this experience. Like I said, even if you are not at the place where you're ready to drop money on luxury items, go and put yourself in situations where you can experience that luxury. And the important piece is the internal experience of being like, I deserve to be here. I am at, you know, this is my place. I am not, nobody is going to judge me or throw me out. Like, you know, I deserve to be here. And that really helps you to feel at home and at ease being surrounded by abundance and wealth in the physical form. Mm -hmm. And not everyone, I'll say this too, like I was very lucky to have luxury stores at my mall, but I know not a lot of malls have that. So even if you're on a Louis Vuitton website or Chanel or whatever gets you hot and bothered and you're just scrolling through and you're adding things to your cart, you don't have to hit the checkout button, but you can just like, you know, add things to your cart. Maybe your heart palpitates a little bit when you see the price point, maybe it doesn't, but it's all part of the exposure. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you get to have the fun of picking out what you want and then you click out of the box and you move on with your day. Like I'm mm-hmm. about to get my first big real estate commission. So I'm like, <laughs> how do I want to treat myself? Mama's looking. <laughs> Mama's on Louie. Mama's on YSL. <laughs> it's like, it's like luxury I exposure. I need another therapy. Louie. Like I need a hole in my head. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> but it's like luxury and abundance exposure therapy. Like you do this mm-hmm. with things that you're afraid of. Right. And to some extent, like there is a tremendous amount of fear around being in situations where you know you can't afford stuff in the present moment. But the point of putting yourself in these experiences is to like acclimate your nervous system to expensive, abundant, like wealthy items, luxury items, so that you can get used to just being around that. That's tremendously helpful. Something else that's really helpful, and I know so many women do this because there's like this fierce independence narrative in our culture that really doesn't benefit women. It actually burns us out and makes us resistant to receiving. And that is when somebody offers to pay your tab, pick up your dinner, buy you lunch, buy you a drink. Don't fucking fight them. Don't fight Mm -hmm. them on it. Be like, thank you and receive it right? Like how many times has somebody tried to pick up your dinner to be nice or grab you a drink to be nice, right? And you're like, oh, no, 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 let's split it. Or, oh, no, 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 I got it. Don't worry about it. And you're like, okay, but you're blocking the act of receiving something that somebody wants to give to you, right? So that's something small to pay attention to. But I notice a lot Mm -hmm. of women doing that. I do that sometimes still. It's like a guilt. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. And I think that's too, like where the ego comes in. Cause you feel like you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really it not to. Like a ba- right. But then yeah. it's like a battle of the egos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like if somebody's offering something with a stipulation or a string attached, like that's on them. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not on you. And that's kind of where like you're re- like knowing your relationships is really important because if somebody that's a friend or a partner or a family member does that shit with strings attached, like that's something you're going to have to figure out within their relationship. But if somebody offers you something and they're just being gracious, receive it fully because that is a form of abundance. Like anything that comes your way is a form of abundance, even if it's not in money. Right. And you want to give, even if you're, so this becomes reciprocal. Whenever you're giving, you want to give just to give. Mm -hmm. You don't give with the expectation of getting something in return. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Because God's worth universe is keeping track and will repay you eventually. So don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, with the friendships, like I've, I've had a friend where, you know, the expectations were met. She had the, this bar set so high and I'm just like, how am I supposed to meet these expectations? Like, that's not who I am. And then that's when friendships can be misaligned too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And in terms of giving freely without the expectation of receiving, like, pay attention to this, you guys, because this one is sneaky. It's very sneaky. Like even if you're in a DM conversation with somebody and they're asking you for input or a piece of information and you give that information with the expectation of, okay, one day this person's going to be a client or one day this person's going to pay me back or whatever, even something as small as that, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. just so nonchalant. It's a DM or a text message, right? It's so nonchalant, but at the same time, it is an expectation and it does have a string attached. So it's like, there's this open feedback cycle of giving and receiving freely. What are some other fun things Mm -hmm. that we can offer them that are kind of, you know, these aren't talked about. These honestly aren't talked about in terms of like expanding your container for receiving. Um, A huge one, stop saving like your favorite, those, those shoes that are in your closet, still in the dust bag, that purse that's still in your closet in the dust bag. Stop saving things for special occasion and just fucking wear them. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Because that was a huge thing for me. Like I had, you had all this designer y- shit. I know. I have this YSL bag that I bought myself that I absolutely love, and it was in its dust bag for probably about a year, and it only came out for special occasions. I'm like, why? Hmm. Yeah. Did I maybe not feel worthy of wearing it? Was I afraid to fuck it up? And now mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know what? If I, if God forbid I lose it, which I wouldn't because I respect my money. But if some say something happens to it, I can always buy another one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And so it's like in some ways a sneaky form of scarcity, keeping it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Well, it covers dust and the world doesn't get to see it. And you don't get to experience having it on your shoulder. Right. Because you're worried about maybe you don't feel internally worthy of wearing it it. or you want to hide it or or scratching it or getting lipstick on the inside or some shit ruining it. Right. And I love that you said Mm -hmm. I respect my money because think about all of the things you guys that you have invested money in. And that is your clothes. That is your your beauty products. That is your furniture. That is your dishware. That is literally everything surrounding you are things that you have invested your money into. And so for me, something that I've always like, I've been this way for a long time because I was raised this way is you respect your property. Like you respect the things that you have invested money in, which means taking good care of your clothes, washing them the way that they're supposed to be washed, like keeping things tidy to an extent. You don't have to be a clean freak, but keeping things tidy, respecting your environment, respecting your home, like really paying attention to these things because that is wealth. Like you are literally sitting on a chunk of wealth. And so if you have shit everywhere and your house is in disarray and it's dirty and you've got dishes piled up in the sink and you haven't done laundry in a month, like I get crazy times happen. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the baseline, right? Like you want to have a baseline where you are respecting your money and you are respecting your property because that is being a good caretaker of abundance. That is being a good caretaker of wealth. And that's important. Mm -hmm. Plus how much better do you feel energetically when your home is clean? Oh my God. And free of clutter. 
I can speak to this right now. Like we are living in an Airbnb before we can move into our new condo. So we're in here for a couple more weeks. We're living out of boxes because the house is fully furnished. There's no point moving our shit in here. And it has a huge impact on my mental clarity. I feel kind of flighty sometimes because I don't have stuff in drawers. I don't know where everything is. And it's kind of what it is for now, right? Like there's only so much I can do about that. But it it's huge in terms of mental clarity, overall energy, like your energetic field being clear. <laughs> like it's huge. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend actually called me out yesterday because I <laughs> took him to go get his car and my car was uh I don't want to say filthy, but let's just say now that I'm in real estate, I'm driving a lot more than I used to. Mm-hmm. And water bottles, protein shake bottles, green juice bottles that kind of ended up on the back seat floor. So <laughs> it's like a it's there like a was about recycling maybe, wasteland. <laughs> There's maybe about 15 bottles like behind the driver's seat. He's oh like, God. what are you doing? He's like, this is disgusting. He's like, get yourself together. So <laughs> that's that, but that's another form of it is like keeping your purse clean, keeping your wallet clean. Like, is there a ton of fucking clutter in your wallet? Is there old gift cards that have no money on them? Is there random rewards cards? Is there receipts? Mm-hmm. Is your money crumpled up? Or is it like laid out nice? Mm-hmm. All things that can help you feel more abundant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one more thing I think would be really helpful and it ties into having a clean wallet and having a clean purse. But that is every time that you use your wallet and you take it out, when you take your credit card out, when you take money out, like saying an internal thank you or like an appreciation or just being like, mm, this feels so damn good to be purchasing whatever it is, whatever I'm using, like, thank you. Mm, mm, mm. And then when you receive money, Say another thank you. Like any exchange in or out of money, show a little appreciation. You can say whatever you want to. You can be like, hot damn, hell yes. Or you can be like, mm, thank you so much. Or like, I am an abundant bitch. Whatever feels good, whatever resonates with you. Like putting a little ritual around spending and receiving really makes a huge difference in terms of like lowering your anxiety around receiving and spending money it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and having a wallet you love. Ooh, that's a big one. Like a wallet that feels really good, that you feel really happy about, that you feel amazing having your money in. Mm-hmm. Not like this little tiny fold-up thing, mm-hmm. coin purse, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like having mm-hmm. something you feel really good about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Every time I pull my vintage Chanel wallet out, I'm like, oh, I fucking love this thing. <laughs> I'm getting a, I'm getting a friend is passing down a Louis bag to me and I'm so excited to start using it because for me, like pieces really help, whether that's having a super nice water bottle that is just gorgeous. And I love to use it. Like having beautiful items for me makes a huge difference. They don't have to be luxury items, but just things that make me happy, make a huge difference for my money mindset because it, it's literally bringing joy into my life, right? And so having a nice water bottle, having a nice coffee mug, like having a nice wallet, having a nice purse, having nice sunglasses, like having a nice hairstyle, having lotion on your skin, whatever the hell makes you feel good is like abundant to you, right? Like it doesn't have to be decked out in, in designer clothes. You can be wearing some nice athleisure clothes with your hair brushed and a clean face and be like, I feel amazing that is abundance for you right so it's paying attention to what makes you feel the best 
and doing that as often as possible. So you're in that state of like mm, wealthy abundance vibes. Mm -hmm. I cleaned out my Louis yesterday because I realized, so I have like the medium sized one and I realized I should have gotten the bigger one, but whatever, it's fine. But I have one of the, the shapers in there that holds the shape Mm -hmm. of the bag and kind of like organizes things. And so I took it out and then I saw there was like all this, like, and I don't even know how it got in my bag, but it was like all this like pollen and like pine needles and stuff. I'm like, how did this even get in my bag? But great, I do drive with my sunroof open a lot. So I'm like, maybe that's it. I don't know. So I'm like, how does this all get in my bag? And I like shook it out and I like took a cloth and like wiped it down. And I was like, oh, this feels good. Like uh-huh. it feels good. Yep, Absolutely. So I think the take home here, guys, is just really paying attention, first of all, to where you notice yourself like contract and get that little heart like flutter and anxiety moment with spending, like using your card, Mm -hmm. using money, pressing the buy button online, whatever it is, or when you're receiving money. So whether that's as a coach, like receiving maybe a huge, a huge investment that's a new level for you or maybe it's receiving a free lunch or a free dinner or a free drink or somebody wants to purchase for you, right? Like paying attention mm-hmm. to where you're already rejecting or, or resisting that investment or receiving. And then yeah. using some of the Can things- Can I just hit one more thing too? Hit it, yeah. Um, surrounding yourself with abundant people and abundant friendships. Oh my God, thank you. Yes. <laughs> This is huge, you guys. This is huge. Thank you for bringing this up. This one is gigantic. You're genius. (sighs) Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was like, I want to make sure we hit this before we wrap it up. Like, how better do you feel when you're around friends who are expansive, who push you, who celebrate you, who congratulate you, who aren't afraid to spend a little bit money versus that friend who bitches every time they have to like contribute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huge, you guys. I swear to God, this year has been the year of paying like hyper attention to who I'm surrounding myself with. And I'll be completely honest, my circle has gotten pretty damn small, but my mindset damn. and like my overall <laughs> energy has gotten a lot better because I'm surrounding myself with people who are taking responsibility for their lives and what they want. And they're willing to change their mindset. They're willing to do the inner work so that their outer world reflects what they actually want instead of just bitching and complaining about their relationships and their circumstances, like actually doing something about it. And money is huge because I can speak to this in so many ways. Like I have a lot of family members who are tight assholes tight, tight wads about spending money. And it has a huge impact on your relationship with money when those are the type of people that you're constantly surrounding yourself with. And for example, like I have begun to put myself in relationship with people who are crushing it in their careers, people that are already millionaires in their 20s and 30s. Not that I'm seeking people out who are millionaires, but when I come across somebody that is doing really well and who I love their personality and we get along with, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the type of person that I wanna be surrounding myself with because they appreciate wealth. They have a great money mindset. They are responsible with their desires and what they want in their life. And they are not the type of person to bitch over spilled milk. They're gonna take accountability and change the things that are not working for them. And that makes a huge difference 
for you, like holding that standard for yourself and being accountable within your own life and having examples to look to that are friendships and acquaintances, you know, like that makes a huge difference. 100% because energy is contagious, right? So you're going to naturally match the energy of a room. Mm-hmm. So if you're with a bunch of friendships that feel very contractive, where they complain about their circumstances, where they don't have the energy to change things, when they complain about money, they complain about spending, they complain about not having enough versus being in a group that is very high energetically, very expansive, wants to keep reaching for more. So mm-hmm. you feel supported, not only in your environment, but you know, obviously God source, whatever will take care of you but you feel supported by the people that you're around. Mm-hmm. Big time, big time. Thank you for bringing that up. That's such a good one to wrap on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I'm think, so I think we crushed that. it. We crushed it. <laughs> yep. So I think that's all we have for you guys today. Is there anything else that you want to throw in there? I think no. that's it. That's just it. be more, just be very intentional about your relationship with money. Maybe catch yourself when you, feel a little bit of anxiety about swiping that card, even just being grateful, like even whatever you have right now, be grateful for what you have, because if you're not grateful for what you have now, you're not going to be grateful for what you have later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this does require a lot of inner work guys. This requires you being very vigilant with your mindset and being willing to look at your limiting beliefs. And there are a couple books that I read that have really, really helped me because it's just, it's repetition. Like this is a new way of thinking. This is a new way of existing. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable, to learn new ways of thinking so that you can embody abundance and allow more abundance into your life, right? So the first one that I read, which is super approachable is You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Cicero. Super Mm -hmm. approachable, very like, beginner level um language and she has activities throughout the book like journal prompts which i love it when books include that because it helps you really do the work more deeply um super attractor by gabrielle bernstein that one's not specifically about money mindset but it's about law of attraction Mm -hmm. and energy overall that one also has activities or like journal prompts which is phenomenal um and then the last one is happy pocket full of money by david Wikandi. I'm sorry, I forgot his last name, but that one is a little bit higher level. It goes into like quantum physics, but it is phenomenal. Like that one had the biggest impact on me, but I would recommend something more basic to like build up to before diving into that book so that it really sits more deeply with you. But those are the ones that have made a huge impact on me. Mm-hmm. I would also add uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And then um, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Ooh, good. Yes. And then those are two good ones. Abraham Hicks is always just a classic audio book form, whatever you want to do for law of attraction. Are you still a Hicks fan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Here. eh, eh. Hit and miss. Yeah. 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 It's good in small doses. Um, But I think those are like the big, the big resources that have been massively impactful for helping me shift my money mindset and really being willing Mm -hmm. to look at my beliefs and my upbringing to look for where all of the scarcity mindset began and just being you know gracious and compassionate with myself as i unlearn all of that because i am worthy and deserving of everything that i want in this life and so i'm willing to put in the work 
for my mindset so that I can embody the energy I want to embody and the beliefs that I want to embody to allow those things to come into my life. So I'm not constantly resisting them and pushing them away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to read Amanda's book too. Amanda, um, Francis, Amanda Francis. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. She's great. She's definitely polarizing. Some people love her. Some people hate her, but she does know a fuck ton about money mindset and wealth and abundance. So definitely a great Mm -hmm. resource. Yeah. Is there anything else you can think of? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, guys. Secure the bag, sis. (laughs) Secure the bag. (laughs) You're worthy, you're wealthy, you're wild. (laughs) There's a throwback for you. That's from like the OG Bull Girls Club days. Oh my gosh. Love it. Yeah. But, you know, do the work, guys, because you are literally, you are worthy and deserving of literally anything that you want. And if scarcity and fear around money is holding you back from, creating the reality that you want for yourself then do the fucking work like dive in and do the work oh i have one last tip guys and i know i know i've mentioned this before but it's a good one so set a money goal that you want to bring in every month whatever that may be and keep track of it in your phone notes every time you receive something whether it be a free coffee or like i got ten dollars off at whole foods yesterday so that shit counts Um, someone buys you dinner every time you get a paycheck or you get, you know, some sort of discount, free coffee, whatever it is, keep track of it in your phone notes and just watch the money stack up because sometimes we bring in more money than we realize and set a number for yourself and you'll see that you probably bring in energetically the same amount every month. And so what you can start to do is start raising whatever that minimum is for you, start raising it every month, start shooting for a little bit more, start shooting for a little bit more. Cause you can't go from making say 4k months and be like, I'm going to make 10k months and expect it to happen. Like right away, you got to have these energetic baby steps along the way. So watching the money flow in, and then when you see the different ways it comes to you, you can also appreciate it as well. Mm, you're really good at doing that. I'm going to start doing that. You just reminded me of it. No, I know. Cause you've so, you've told it's me that so like good. multiple times you do it all the time. So like, she's, you know, practicing mm-hmm. what she preaches you guys. That's a great one. It's something you have to like pay attention to for sure, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it's really fun to like watch the money stack up. It is. Cause then you get to see all the different ways that money comes to you that maybe you weren't acknowledging before. Oh, that's a good one. All right, guys, there's your homework. <laughs> homework. Go, go secure the bag. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Bye.